Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. My husband and I, we love to be outside, and that was one reason for our move to a warmer climate. During the winters in Indiana, we did not have that many outdoor options, or at least ones that enticed us, because we're not so into the winter sports like skiing and snowboarding and things like that. Basically, we're just not big fans of the cold. We enjoy being active and love having so many more options down here that we can do year-round. And we finally got tennis balls. Who knew that they were out of stock so many places? We also got some used bicycles, and the thing is, it has been a really long time since I've been on a bike, so wish me luck there. And we have been taking advantage of pretty much daily walks, those on the beach when we can get there. Okay, enough on that. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 72, Your Lovability. How can we get better at loving and being loved? What can I do to feel love? What can I do to feel loved? If you can answer these two questions, you have the secret to the universe. Here's what I know. Love is always an option. Love is always the best option. Love feels great. Withholding love, it feels terrible. Love is for you, not the other person. Love always has a good result. Love never hurts. A lack of love never protects. So let's spend the next 15 minutes or so exploring our lovability, both our ability to be loved and our ability to love. Let's start with our ability to be loved. Here's the great news. We are all 100% lovable. It's just like our worthiness. God created us this way. There's nothing we can do about it. You don't need to do anything differently or be different to be loved. Here's why. You being loved is less about you. It's more about the person loving you. To see this, let's plug love into God's model for our human life. Love is a feeling, which means it's caused by our thoughts. So to love another person, we have to have loving thoughts about them. For someone else to love us, they have to have loving thoughts about us. We don't control another person's thoughts. So if they're unable to have loving thoughts about us, 
then their capacity to love us is going to be very low. Your lovability has to do with my capacity to love you, not the other way around. Let's talk about something I personally have a huge capacity of love for, and that is puppies. Think of a cute puppy. How lovable is a puppy? It depends on who loves it, right? Anyone who doesn't like animals is not going to love puppies because they won't have loving thoughts. So their ability to love that puppy, it's going to be very low. But what about if that puppy saved their life? Instantly, their thoughts would probably change and they'd love that puppy very much. See, they have the capacity to love the puppies. They're just choosing not to. It's not that the puppies, that they're not lovable. The same is true about you. If your parents didn't love you, it was because they didn't have the capacity to love you. Your lovability is God-given, and it is absolute. You don't need to change to increase your capacity to be loved. If you don't love me, that's a reflection of you and your thoughts, not me. Are you getting it? If you don't love a puppy, I'm not going to blame the puppy for not being lovable. The same is true if you are loved tremendously. It's an indication of the person loving, not you. You are as lovable as the person's ability to love. The primary thing that can change how much someone loves you is their ability, decision, and capacity to love you. So relax. You are infinitely lovable. You always have been and you always will be. Now let's talk about your love ability, also known as your ability to love someone else. Your ability to love others is also infinite. Do you know why? Because your ability to love others is based 100% on you having loving thoughts about them. And since God gifted us an amazing brain where we can think about our thinking, we have the ability to control our thoughts. Now, right away, you're probably thinking, nope, sorry, Amy, not true. I've tried, but I can't love that person. Or here's where my brain goes. I can't stand negative people, so there's no way I can possibly love someone who's a negative Nelly, complaining all the time. But wait, when you say I can't love that person, is that a fact or a thought? When you say, I can't love negative people, is that a fact or a thought? Of course, it's not a fact because there are other people that love that person. It's just a thought you're having, so that means you have the ability to change that. To love them, I have to have thoughts about them that will cause me to feel love. That so-called negative person is just another human being trying to do their best in this world. Look at all the things that she's had to overcome. 
look at all the things that she does for others. When I change my thoughts about her, negativity or no negativity, now I can feel love for her. So you have the ability to love others completely, fully, and unconditionally, no matter what you're thinking about them now. Negative, depressed, crazy, mean, that choice is still up to you. It's all about the thoughts you allow yourself to have about them. Since our ability to be loved is dependent on the other person, we can't change that, but we can increase our ability to love others. It comes down to our thoughts, and there's one factor that can really move the needle and greatly influence your capacity to love, and that's your ability to love yourself which you can do that completely and unconditionally, because in this case, you're both people. You're the object receiving the love, but you're also the other person choosing whether or not to love. If the feeling of love is caused by your thoughts, then how do you generate love for yourself? By having great loving thoughts about yourself, of course. The more loving thoughts you have about yourself, the easier it is to have loving thoughts about others. Or let's look at it from the other side. If you're having a lot of crappy thoughts about yourself, then it's going to be more difficult to have loving thoughts about others. This severely limits your capacity to love, not just yourself, but anyone. We get good at what we practice. If we're constantly practicing negative, hateful thoughts about ourselves, guess what we're going to get, keep getting better at? Having negative thoughts. If we're constantly practicing loving thoughts about ourselves, guess what we're going to keep getting better at? Having loving thoughts. Think of someone who's dealing with depression or some really painful trauma in their life. What's usually their capacity to love in that moment of time when they're struggling with their thoughts? It's usually not very high. When you treat yourself like someone you love, your ability to love others inherently increases. Think of someone you know that has a high capacity to love others. What is that person like? Are they depressed and down in the dumps all the time? always focused on themselves, or maybe difficult to get along with, cold and distant. No, of course not. Usually they're greeting you with a big warm smile on their face. They show up with love, care, and compassion for you and what's going on in your life. They're comfortable in their own skin and they're easy to talk to. What do you think the difference is between those two people? The size of their bank accounts? The importance of their job, their social media presence, their weight. No, it's just their ability to have loving thoughts. And that all starts with loving themselves. This is a little mind tricky. So I want to be clear here. Understand, you could be the most loving person in the world, and someone might still not like you. 
They might think that you're fake, that you're over the top. Nobody can really be that loving. This is 100% on them. But whether you consider someone lovable or not, they are 100% lovable at all times because it's all based on the other person's thoughts about them. We know God tells us to love our enemies. He also tells us to do good to those who hate us, bless those who curse us, pray for those who hurt us. He tells us if someone slaps our cheek, we should offer them the other one. If someone steals our coat, we should give them our shirt. How in the world is that even possible? It's easy to gloss over this and think, yeah, yeah, I know that's what I'm supposed to do, but that's not real life. Really stop and think about this for a second. It all comes back to your thoughts about that person. How are you going to respond if you have thoughts of outrage, like, how dare they, or I can't believe they did that? Are you going to feel and respond with love? No, of course not. But what if you have a more loving, compassionate thought, like, wow, they must be going through something really tough in their life right now. They need all the love and compassion they can get. That thought can bring feelings of love, and from there, your reaction will be much different. My experience with this, I want to share an interaction I had with a friend recently. She was talking about how she couldn't love her stepson. She had said, I can't love this child. She didn't realize it was a thought. She actually thought it was a fact. Once she realized it was simply a thought and that she could change it to something like he's always available to be loved or love always finds a way that opened up everything for her. She realized that she was the one responsible for choosing whether to love him or not. No matter what he said or did, she could always choose love even in times of discipline or correction, even in times of him putting her down or saying inappropriate things. He's a marvelous creation of God that deep down he wants love. He wants connection and wants to be understood. And this was a complete game changer for her. In closing, your lovability is complete intact, no matter who you are, no matter your past, your weight, your bank account, your ability to be loved is 100% and your ability to love others is 100%. That is all I've got for you this week. Join me next week for another great topic about how your beliefs are actually creating the reality of your life today. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.